Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Adam! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run! Bang! The sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov. The star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. You are listening and watching to the longest-running weekly episode of Filipino Wrestling Podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. It's Ro and Emil joining you uh, this Thursday evening. It's really rainy. It's really uh, bad out there. Well, not depends on where you are. It's not that great. So um, I hope you're all or thank you for joining us and keeping us company while we keep you company on this. Uh, Mid uh, October evening. So, what up? This is Ro and Emil. Uh, once again, no Stan, no Chino, no Ro and ASH as usual. But um, we're here to uh, deliver our takes and process all the feelings that have happened um, over the past week. And it's been a huge, huge week. How are you, Emil? I'm good, doing well. Um, again, it's raining outside, but I'm uh, safe now in the salon I haven't been out in a few days, so I'm I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> well. uh, yeah, it's been a really wild week. I'm good as well. I've been really tired. It's been a really uh, tough week uh, in the real world, in the adult world. So it is what it is. This is our uh, safe haven, if you will, for wrestling. With the Tuesday night wars that happened yesterday morning, our time. So let's, uh, before we get right into that, let's uh, tell the people, Emil, let's do some housekeeping here. Let's tell the people um, what is in store for them when they sign up or when they choose to support us by signing up to our Patreon. All right, so you'll get a lot of benefits if you uh, join in on our Patreon program. It's uh, at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for slowest five. Dollars or 260 to 270 pesos in a local currency, of course. You'll, you know, you can uh, again, like I said earlier, you can join in on our Discord where uh, you, you can interact with your fellow, you would, with your fellow podcast and uh, uh, join in on our watch parties that uh, we ha- you know, we just had last uh, Monday with uh, uh, last Sunday with fasting. So for future uh, watch parties, if you want to join in on that, you can join in on our Discord by 
subscribing to our Patreon. And also, um, if you're aware of the Pasabay thing that we have been doing the last couple of months, the second batch is uh, they're processing now, so about to come in in a few days or a few weeks. So if you want to join in next time and get your... Uh, Get, want to get your uh, authentic wrestling wish like I'm wearing, like my boy Will pointed out in the comments. I'm wearing my uh, legit KO uh, WWE Shop T-shirt. So if you want in, or if you want in on that, and you want to get some friendly rates on the service service fees, na uh, pinapatong namin, you can you know you can join in on our uh, Patreon. And uh, lastly, you'll get the review content of the weekly wrestling shows courtesy of Rowan, Rowan, uh, like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and. Uh, all the wrestling happenings uh, uh, in the world. And uh, again, by subscribing to our Patreon, you're so pretty much supporting everything that we do here in the pod. So again, please subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Yeah, our passabais are pretty much on the way. Uh, they have already shipped uh, from the US. Uh, I believe our first batch from WWE is going to arrive this weekend. So stay tuned to the order. And uh, as you can see, uh, we help people get their um sorry excuse me get their merch from uh your favorite wrestling companies and chapter uh we're gonna do probably soon a uh, uh crown jewel watch party or you know it depends on how how much uh interest it's gonna have uh it's it's a tough time to watch on saudi arabia time it worked um nung, uh i believe it was night of champions but the uh uh, Money in the Bank did not do much better than that. So yeah, so yeah, um, it's been a big week in wrestling, as I said earlier. Let's talk about the big thing that happened yesterday, Manila time. So it was the Tuesday night battle, as you can see in this picture. One John Cena had the dubious honor, or not even dubious, but the amazing honor of appearing on both TBS and uh, USA Network at the same at the same time slot. So yes, John Cena <laughs> pulled off a Rick Rude, and it was huge. Uh, before we dive into um, dive into the whole discussion about this, Emil, were you watching live, or did you have the opportunity to watch live? I no, I wasn't able to watch live. I mean, I I tried to stay up uh, yesterday to be able to watch both shows live, but I had to watch it uh, after you know after you know, afternoon or late late night now. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. I, I don't watch these things live because I have one up. I'm at work, so uh, and I don't want, like watching live anymore. Um, it's a chore for me because I I have to really spend effort, um, you know, uh, giving it my full attention. So, yon, um, NXT and Dynamite went head to head. There was no, um, there wasn't uh, a slight difference in time. So, talagang eight to ten. Uh, 8 to 10 p.m. to the Eastern time. So uh, that means everyone brought out all the stops to uh, to do their thing, to try and win the demo battle, as it were. Uh, the stats are in. Uh, the Both shows pulled in a combined around 1.5 thereabouts million viewers. Um, NXT defeated AEW Dynamite because um, it pulled in around 900,000 viewers and... Uh, Dynamite pull only pulled in around six hundred twenty something view- thousand viewers. So, though those are the stats, th- them's are the scores, and uh, a lot of people are saying that okay, it's a huge, huge uh, statement from WWE. Because say okay, uh, AEW was the upstart, and uh, as we all know, Tony Khan was acting like the upstart. Talk about that in a in a while, 
and uh, they crushed AEW. But, you know, the fact that uh, they pulled in all these big names and then added some in, I know, in, the, in the heat of the moment, it, it's not just petty, but they were also pretty scared, you know. They were scared that Dynamite was going to beat NXT once again like it did in 2021, 2020 before uh, NXT moved back to Tuesdays. And without those big names, without John Cena, without The Undertaker, without Cody Rhodes, without LA fucking Knight, uh, I don't think it would have stood a chance. So I think, um, I think Tony Khan had a bit of a point when he was uh, doing his uh, Coke-fueled victory lap uh, in a way. But uh, what do you think of this, Emil? Uh, what is your uh, hot take? I know you, you are a man of hot takes. So what is your hot take of, uh, with all this, uh, for all this news? I mean, I, you know, there was a tweet by our friend Mon uh, on Twitter that I saw um, yesterday. And he said uh, it's like um, the, 20, the 2010 Miami Heat converging together going up against the 2023 Denver Nuggets. And it's, <laughs> you know, like... But overpowered naman masyado talaga yung AEW kasi they they NXT uh WWE brought in the the big guns. I mean they had the Undertaker appear on NXT which you know that's not that was never on my bingo card for 2023. That was my never on my bingo card ever. Now he will ever appear on a developmental program like NXT. So in a way Yes, what you said was kind of true. Now, WWE was kind of afraid that AEW was coming into their time slot and possibly winning that matchup. And so they had, they, parang, in a way, they were in desperation mode. And I guess they won. Mas madami silang viewers, pero kailangan pa nila gawin yon just yeah. so that they could get ahead of AEW, which was, which was weird. I mean, for me, huh, NXT is the best. In terms of the wrestling and the storytelling, NXT is the best weekly program right now. Mm. So, siguro, and this week, that wasn't the same feeling that I had with NXT. Yeah. It felt like this was a <laughs> super <laughs> show that they that they had all of the guys, you know, all all the big guns, and parang nawala yung storytelling for 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 just this episode. Yeah. Now, for this episode, just all the parang ano all star game siya na lahat ng mga <laughs> mga big names and dito and there wasn't really any consequential that happened aside from maybe the breakout tournament yun lang that was the only consequential thing that happened on the show on NXT. Yeah, that's my next question actually. Which show was the better show objectively? Because there's one show that really had a lot of big stars, so matas yung novelty level nila. But then there was the other show that just did its thing and uh, continued its story. Right? So I'm going to agree there. Uh, to me, AEW did its thing. It overload, it stacked its card as well, but in a way that still made sense. About like, uh, yeah. there's still uh, with Edge versus Luchasaurus, right? There's still Brian Danielson on wrestling on the card, which is, he's part of that show. Uh, it's really weird. I, I, I don't like it when people say, na, WWE was flexing because that's their PR machinery at work. Uh, you see all these guys converging on uh, the perf- on performance center, yeah, and uh, giving NXT the boost it needs. Shempre people, WWE fans are going to see that as the Avengers assembling. But uh, what we really see is them not confident in the usual NXT product every week. <laughs> Whereas <Yeah>. AEW, <laughs> yeah. AEW was fully confident with uh, their usual uh, business as usual regular storytelling, their regular stories. And 
the fact that um, they didn't do anything stupid or crazy other than, you know, putting Edge, which was originally their plan anyway. Uh, I, I like that for AW. I like that for Tony Khan. I didn't like a lot of what other things Tony Khan did, but the fact that he didn't make it weird, he didn't have to shoehorn a lot of these people without a lot of sense. I really appreciated that. So, you know, um, here's one thing, but that's interesting. Another interesting stat. So both shows did around 1.5 million viewers combined. That is what Raw does every Monday. So the thing about that is you've got all these big names. You got the fucking Undertaker to appear in the American badass (laughs) character. And you still couldn't break a million in NXT. (laughs) So uh, this tells us one thing that... It's not about who you have. It's, I mean, it's, is about that. It's, it's about who you have, but it's also a big part of, I mean, um, what, who, what, where they're appearing is also a big part of the whole experience. So because it wasn't raw, because it wasn't SmackDown, uh, it's still NXT. It's still, uh, it's still the developmental show. Uh, the same way where Dynamite, doesn't get all of WWE's viewers, even though you have like former WWE stars, just because it's AEW, just because it's a, it's a different company. And we also experienced that here in the Philippines. Uh, um, we're in MWF, but the people who watched us in PWR did not all come over to MWF. So it's one of those things that it's the brand that really matters in wrestling. So what do you think of that? Um, does this matter to you uh, um, as someone looking into the business as well? Oh yeah, definitely. Like, hindi lang, hindi, it's a two-parter thing. Like, yes, they, uh, you are bringing this, but what are they gonna, what are they gonna do? Yung gagawin nila, it also matters. Like, I was, I was kind of a little bit pissed that they had LA Knight come in and he, they didn't even have him cut a promo. Dino uh-huh. straight day. That's when he got over. He's cutting by cutting promos and he didn't have him cut a promo on, on NXT. They just really had him be the special guest referee. You know, it's like, you know, those things. And the Undertaker came in at the end, just did this thing. You know, like, again, like I said, there wasn't really any consequences to all the big stars that came in. They were just, they were just there to pop a rating. And you can say that they did, but for me, with the cast like that, you should be able to maximize them as much as as much as possible. And I feel like they weren't. They weren't able. And then Yeah. Just for you know, for the sake of them being there. Yeah, I, I just it's just that a lot of people were so were going crazy over this. Like, yes, WWE, this is uh, what WWE does, and then you know, uh, it's really just window dressing for the fact that NXT couldn't beat Dynamite on its own. Uh, it's also funny uh, some w, some WWE diehards are gonna say that oh AEW, it's where legends retire. But when legends come back to WWE, when fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin comes back at WrestleMania, you're all over that shit. <laughs> the main uh, event geez. of WrestleMania. Exactly. You know, like, uh, who are you kidding? Uh, you know, uh, these legends aren't shit because they go to another company. Because right? does, does it really matter? Does WWE only matter as the place where legends go? Right? So, yeah, fickle. Fickle. Okay, so one last thing about this whole Tuesday Night War, which uh, I referenced earlier. Tony Khan was on, I guess, uh, was on yeah. 
uppers because <laughs> he was tweeting all over the place. He was taking shots at uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, even Vince McMahon. But Vince McMahon is a really easy target. So uh, this is strange behavior. But uh, what do you think of this, Emil? I know you got feelings about this. I mean, uh, I did ask our Discord server last night if it's it if it's a bad look for an owner or a booker of a company to be tweeting stuff like that. Yung one tweet that talagang napa ano ako yung when he tweeted um a, like he subtweeted a report about what Triple H and Shawn Michaels are maybe plan or what they're gonna do, and then he pointed out and yung sagot niya is like uh. Uh, a picture of a door then nakalagay doon bald asshole like why would he do that like he's he's the owner of a company he's the he's the man in the second biggest wrestling company in the world acting like a internet troll uh-huh. you know hindi naman sa hindi naman sa ano ha, like uh, kinakalaban ko si TK but he, sh- he should have known better than that like why I mean let the product speak for itself instead of you barking like an internet troll <laughs> online Diba? Yeah. Napaka napaka childish ng ganung behavior. Like uh, like people like teenagers doesn't even do that anymore. Pero oh, siya, they do. You know, he... Okay. <laughs> a lot of people do that. Not not just teenagers, man. I'm going to I'm going to tell you in, in a little right, bit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh is that uh you got anything else to say about that? Ah, uh, you know, no. Like it's it's a bad look for him. And yeah. parang in a way he got threatened by NXT. Yeah. Which he shouldn't. Parang dapat talaga, dapat hindi naman siya na-threaten eh. Kasi NXT were threatened by them, not yeah. the other way around. That's right. Yeah. Uh, parang, parang na-offend siya na in-stock nila big guy NXT. Which is, what? It's business, dude. Come on. But, uh, yeah, this is really a bad look. Um, kasi he does this thing, he does this behavior kasi there are, there is a subset of AEW fans who just absolutely hate everything WWE does. So they'll pounce on this behavior. It resonates with them. And they'll see, oh, our our big leader is very vocal against WWE. So this is the kind of guy we like on top. I mean, it, he thinks it's a picture of strength, but it really isn't. Uh, we've already had uh, enough of this behavior here in the local scene. And uh, the fact that the biggest, one of the biggest or most powerful men in wrestling today is doing this, acting like a fucking child, acting like an internet troll, as you said, yeah. Is is embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing. Uh, it also undermines the thing that uh, Kenny Omega said uh, last week about um, you know people who leave AEW to go to WWE. They don't get. Uh, they don't really talk shit about them because they wish them well. And then Tony Khan comes out here and starts trashing the competition. But um, yeah, there's. Uh, it's good to compete and try to be better, right? And you know, try to do what's best for business and try to improve the business with the uh, with the opposing team. But let's let's fucking be adults about this, man. Yeah. man. Uh, you are leading an entire company, and I guess the fact that he behaved like that kind of betrays the reason why you have controversies like CM Punk and the and the Elite fighting each other, or CM Punk fighting uh, uh, Jungle Boy, right? And then he has the audacity to say that he felt threatened for his life. When I guess CM Punk was right in saying that he did work with ch- children. I say his fucking boss was a child. There is a child. And uh, it, it looked a lot more worse than it made him look, you know, interesting or compelling. Like, yes, it was entertaining for a minute. 
And then when he took shots against people who weren't really paying him any mind, it just got a lot worse. Uh, I don't. I, I didn't want to have to say this because you know I don't want to burn any bridges, uh, potential bridges I might build one day. But uh, it's just appalling. I think uh, it's just really appalling. Yeah. And I, I I don't even want to say this because I don't want to trash Tony Khan at all. Like I don't I don't. I don't have a quarrel with him at all as a wrestling fan or person in the business, but uh, this isn't a bad, this isn't a good look at all. He really needs to have someone manage his social media, like for real. Like, uh, I mean, like sometimes you're, he's not in control of what he's saying. Yeah. He, he still, still acts like, like a, like, like a fan. Uh, oh. mas- mag- mag- I'm fan a fan. Or mag- fan boy. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, business. But- <laughs> Yeah, pero diba, pero you're you're ahead of a company trying to lead a roster and and you know you're trying to preach now uh, better backstage oh, behavior, better yeah, exactly. behavior with uh interacting with fans and then you do this. So it's again, like like you said, it's not a good look. Cha, he's going to say, "It's all the work, brother. I'm working the boys. I'm working the business. I'm working the fans." Pero you're not an on-screen character to be working anyone yeah. like this. You don't have a story. This isn't yeah. a story. This is you promoting your company. This is you promoting your product. So, look again. Like that I think True. that dealt a lot more damage to the reputation and possibly turned off a lot more people who might have wanted to tune into AEW. So that's not what you want as someone who's promoting the business, the, your company. It's just so, so embarrassing. And the thing is, uh, I think he needs therapy. I think, I think there is something there that uh, needs to be probed and treated. <laughs> I think there is a little <laughs> bit of mania that um, he needs to address. That's just me speaking as a fellow neurodivergent. But, uh, you know, it's, just, it's not a... It's not a it's not a good look at all. It's not a good look for his business that is trying to play to be number one. Right? Yes. Yeah. You got anything else to to get off your chest about Tony Khan? Yeah, I think we said it all. <laughs> we said it all yeah. about TK. Okay. And uh, the, and the, uh, yung yeah. is, this might not be the last time we will talk about TK's oh, yeah, like this. Definitely like, not. For sure. Well, Punk is yeah. gone. So we'll, we'll have all the time <laughs> to talk about Tony Khan's behavior. All right, I will break yeah. down Dynamite a little more because I think we we think it was the the more compelling show. I mean, they did tell their stories. So, well, before we do that, let's get into a quick break and hear from our fellow podcasts on the Pod Network. Surprise! Hey, hey, it's me. Hey, so Ro, <laughs> yes, Jasper here. Uh, Ro's gonna be back in a little bit. So Jasper here is taking over for uh, for the meantime. So Jasper, how are you? Hello, chat. It's been a rainy day. I'm really sick. I haven't really gotten any updates in wrestling, but you know, I feel I, f- I feel hype about the really heated conversation you guys had about TK <laughs> being the new CM Punk, bro. He really is the voice oh, of the no. voiceless, bro. <laughs> all right so speaking of dynamite let's talk about dynamite here for a little bit i mean bro did say that was a more compelling show uh yeah. yesterday so yeah. jasper pull up the uh the slide oh. okay so the first uh item on the list for dynamite is uh hikoshida winning the aew women's cha- world women's world championship for the third time, third time. um and it pulls uh, and the uh, sarayas reign um the you know they pulled the plug on that one um so this was this was a very surprising title win. I like um when they announced this match, 
And, you know, coming into the match, I wasn't really expecting uh, Sheeta to win because, first of all, they didn't really hype it as much. And second, uh, Saria just won the... Yeah, it was out of nowhere. Saria just won the title a few... Weeks ago. A month ago, actually. A month ago. ago, ago, uh, All in. Um, Yeah, so... um, so what do you think of this? Like, do you have opinions on this, Jasper? What do you think of um, Soraya's reign, first of all, and then the Sheeta title win? If you have any thoughts on that. Well, to be fair with you, I think the whole Soraya win was a was a trick for uh for the all in one because uh when did when did Soraya win the the no the belt at all in all in yung sa at all in no, yes sa UK right yes sa UK yeah. the Wembley it, show yeah, yes when she won a, the title it, I I see it more as a a thank you or like a welcome back for Soraya but you know I can't help but to feel a little bit like this is just for the this is just for the people that uh, for the UK people because you know Soraya is from UK as well and you gotta be honest like Shido Shido won the belt and automatically loses it the next the next title defense he she had to Saraya, which is crazy. Maybe this is this kind of disservice, yeah, right? The service. To when so, she, yeah. Yeah. This I personally this does not help the both of them, but I do hope this time Shida keeps the belt for real. Like give her give her a really a really strong title run, man. Cause she really deserves this. <laughs> yeah, I kinda agree with you now. Shida does deserve like she Honestly, right now she is the ace of the women's, women's division. Yeah, now, yeah, like especially now, na Jamie Hater, we still have no clue on whether or when she's gonna come back, and and Britt Baker, um, she's not really doing anything as of this moment. So Sheeta is really the number one babyface right now on that brand. Aside maybe from Chris Statlander, who's also busy also for the busy. TBS title. Yep. Um, so who, like, what? Are you know well with in terms of the Soraya Tyler one like is it um her is it her fault for not capitalizing on on this opportunity to be the, the champion or uh, is this on TK for giving up immediately for giving up like that just like that on Soraya or maybe this is because of the timeless Tony character that has been. <laughs> Sweeping the nation. I, I again. I, I want to say something about the timeless Tony character. It's been gold. It's like I, been I, gold. I, when, when it was first introduced, it was okay. I thought it was gonna be a temporary thing that because she was yeah, still she allied with the yeah, outcast, she right? She kept, she kept it. it, and she ran with it. Like she they gave with... her the ball, they gave her this gimmick, and I must say, it's one of the best things right now in <laughs> in AW. You know? So, what, what do you think was maybe the cause of? I think you already said your reason, right? Yeah. The the Saraya title win was just simply a, a fan service to the crowd in in UK, UK for All In, which I I also thought that was the same. I thought that was also the same reason why she won the uh, the title in the first place. Like the mm-hmm. event was in UK, she was the hometown hometown it person. And, it makes sense. Yeah. Plus, AEW has this habit of whoever is the hometown guy. For that show, they would make them win. win. Like the, the very <laughs> opposite of the, what WWE does frequently. Like they would yeah. have the hometown guy lose, but in AW, they very much welcome the hometown uh, guy winning every time. And and it it kind of was, you know, um, a thing. Like you said, a thank you, palang uh, thank you na title win for Saria. And I actually thought, remember they had a title match a couple of weeks ago where. I know um, Saraya and Tony Storm had a title match where I thought, okay, t- Tony's gonna take the title back. 
and they did it. Yep. So I was dun palang na surprise na ako na okay, so maybe Saraya will have a lengthy title reign because the first up because I thought the first opportunity that they will that they have to bring the title back to Tony Storm because her character was getting hot, she was gonna win the title back, but it didn't yare. So very, very dropped the ball. Yeah, it's very surprising na na she don't want it. I thought I really thought it was gonna be Tony, but. Um, maybe she does gonna be another transitional champion. I I really wish Hinde. I really wish Hinde. Pero I feel like because of the Tony character getting some momentum, that they might actually uh, have Tony ran with the title again. So what do you think? Uh, welcome back, bro. What do you think of of this whole Shida title win and the Soraya, uh title reign? It's interesting. Um, Shida did get yung ano yung title run yung, yung second title run yeah, cut short. But <laughs> I thought the big story was Soraya versus Tony because uh, Tony had the you know had a big problem with Soraya. That's why she turned into the timeless character in the first place. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if she's face. I don't know if she's heel. But so she turned on on Soraya, and that's why she is what she is now. That's why she descended into madness. So. I thought that was a big, the big end game they were building up to. Yeah, it's weird to me. I, I don't complain about Cheetah. <coughs> Excuse me. But I thought that was a big match that they were going to build up to at full gear. Oh, so, you know. Yeah. But I do like, um, I do think uh, the rise of the timeless character had something to do with it. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, Jasper, next slide, please. Uh, Orange Cassidy. All right. Yep. Orange Cassidy is. The um the two time inter uh, first I think he was a, he's the first time uh first two time uh international, international champion, champion. Yes, yeah sir. and I don't know like the title win felt kind of weird I don't know if it's me just uh, if it's just me Rob. uh because uh, Phoenix Phoenix is also injured um oh wow first uh Moxley got concussed that's why he had Ray Phoenix won the champion win the championship and then Phoenix was apparently injured. That's why he shouldn't have won the championship. And then I, I felt like he should have lost the championship uh, last week to Nick Jackson. So, yeah, the, the backup plan was to go back to Orange Cassidy. Um, I don't think the championship is cursed. Because <laughs> Orange Cassidy was <laughs> pretty much okay with it. So, uh, I think okay. But I wish they tried someone new. Like, yes, it's great to uh, break glass and bust out Orange Cassidy in case of fire. But... Uh, there are so many other people that you can go to and so many other ways you can advance or progress the international championship. Tapos, uh, you go back to Orange Cassidy. is kind of lazy unless you're planning to go somewhere else with him as well. But I don't think so because Orange Cassidy is popular. But that's also why um, I feel it's lazy. Because you could just make someone new. Uh, Jasper, what do you think of this? I was actually surprised just coming for the slides that you gave me that Orange Cassidy uh, won again. I, I surprise! What, what, <laughs> like I said, I, I wasn't really updated about AW recently due to work, but it's actually uh, surprising that Orange won. Like, no hate to the guy, but I think there's a lot more people who could hold that belt or like ready yeah. for our title run. Because, exactly. you know, Orange Cassidy already did his part by being a really good fighting champion. And that cost him his body, but. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, I'm really weirded out about this, but I, I just hope he's not also just a transition holder of the belt. But it does feel like it's like that long. The, th- the the celebration felt yeah. also weird. Parang, parang he was not <laughs> happy that he won. I mean, you know, yeah. Orish Cassidy, like he's, but it, when you look at his face, parang, he was kind of reluctant to celebrate. I think, I oh know. No, because no, he was trying a lot of different things to beat uh, Ray Phoenix. That was, he finally found something that worked. So, parang, I felt like he was teasing a heel turn. I don't know how you can turn Orange Cassidy heel or what that would feel like. But I, I think and that was on purpose. Because if you can see it, if we can all see it, then it means it was deliberate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else no, you guys want to talk? Uh, last thing. Um, yeah, go, go. I, I really think the Swerve versus Hangman program could have used this title. You know? Yeah, like actually. If, the- if they would transition it to someone else, I wish they could have had Swerve or Paige win. And then they're going to finish yeah. the program with the international with the title. Belt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree yeah. with that. All right, let's move on to the last bit and our favorite bit. Christian Cage <laughs> and the TNT Championship is now AEW's father. <laughs> he even father vowed to be Lyric, Lyric and Ruby's father. And Ruby. <laughs> yeah, on uh, this week's episode of Dynamite. Okay, right, so my question is... Is the TNT Championship now the biggest title on a, in AEW? What do you guys think? I say MJF has been sidelined for a bit because Adam Cole got injured, and you have uh, you've got um, Jay White, which is okay, but you know MJF has been busy doing other things, and uh, uh the International Championship is back to Orange Cassidy, so they're maybe continue rebuilding and So this is my take. I think this is now the biggest championship and. What a what a run for Christian! I say, it the TNT went from being the the bad little brother of of the world championship to being the biggest the, the main event of the show. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's kind of weird because I did say a, a few months ago that the international title is now the second biggest title in in uh in aw the first one being the world world the championship but now it's kind of true it's been it's been it's what it was on the main event wrestle dream it's it's on the main event of dynamite in the next in the last couple of weeks and christian has done such a good job i mean there was a time where parang ako kinususok naman ko na yung tnt title because it kept switching hands um i remember the uh um, the Wardlow Samoa Joe Powerhouse Hobbs, the Sammy Guevara Sco- yeah. Scorpio Sky, where Cody's. I really hated that title. Cody, yeah, <laughs> Kay Cody like simula yun eh. like the, the the time where I hated this title. But um, but when Lech- Luchasaurus won it, and then Christian started the program with it, like they, they he ran away with it, and he parang he really owned up the uh, the TNT title and made it to the the big deal that it is today. So um, I, I can say, yes, it is right now the biggest title in AEW. Jasper, you have some thoughts about it? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just happy about Christian getting the spotlight that he deserved uh, yeah. decades uh, ago when he was, he was really this good yeah. in TNA. But, you know, they, he really nails the whole asshole 
no, like your father's dead, shouldn't dig. <laughs> and with that, with that said, you know, he, he, Christian himself brings the prestige, uh, br- brings prestige to the title as, as well. Parang no one can touch him with it. So it gives more value due to that fact. In long. Yeah. Yep. I'm actually gonna take it take it a step further. I think Christian is the best heel in the business right now. Yeah, I would say uh, so. Especially too. when MJF MJF He's turned out. face that in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the cream literally rose to the top. Like this is what he left <laughs> WWE in 2005 for to be the big deal in TNA. And now there's just big deal in He's a meme everywhere. Uh, I mean, if you if you become a meme, you've made it, right? Yeah. Uh, Eventually, he's probably going to start being uh, a mainstream thing. Like, uh, who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to? Uh, I mean, how hard is it going to be to, you know, use him whenever you're talking about fathers and dead fathers? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I predict uh, I really love this late career run for Christian, which tells me in, a, in my in my mid 30s now, anything can still happen for me, which is yeah. great. Uh, I think for all Christian fans, I think. We were vindicated. I think TK was vindicated when he brought in Christian in 2021. And then, yep. uh, or 2020, I think. Or 2021. 2021, yeah. 2021. And then, pe- yep. yeah, yeah. And then he, he called him a, a Hall of Fame worthy star. And then people were like, what? It's just Christian. But now it's fucking Christian. <laughs> it's <laughs> so Christian Cage yeah. with Cage. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. When they yeah, so deserve- said something about uh, uh, WWE Superstars leaving. WWE and it shows oh. like for example he gave Matt Hardy leaving WWE and he became Broken Matt and Christian Cage leaving WWE and becoming a father figure. So yeah, they really reinvented yeah. themselves. They really, they really re- <laughs> could add Zack Ryder there too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Matt Cardona lang ko lang ano. Yeah. Uh, the only reason why Matt Cardona isn't like the biggest heel is because he doesn't appear on TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we have. Fast lane reactions as well before we close the show. But before we get to that, let's hear one more time for, from our fellow podcast on the pod network. Yeah, one last thing I forgot. But, uh, it's Christian Cage versus Brian Danielson uh, on this week's collision for the TNT Championship. Quick predictions. Is this going to be uh, a big Brian win? Because he's been on a tear lately. But at the same time, Christian is fucking Christian. Uh, he is really good and i think um having the championship around the edge feud is a nice little thing to have so what do you guys think i think uh christian retains real quick predictions i think christian retains too. christian retains yeah but i i can i can't help but also think the uh, adam versus christian feud can go on without the title honestly me me grab it as name feud name just for the history of them but I'm glad that there's a title with it, but it could live without the title. So I'm not going to be surprised if Brian wins. Jasper, you were saying. Yeah, there's going to be a big interference with Adam Copeland with that. I think he wants that yeah. belt. He mentioned it on this promo, Alta, if okay. I remember correctly. I'm going with okay. Christian. Right. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, the last time, or the only time rather, that Edge and Christian feuded was after their breakup in 2001. So they had just one match. I believe it was Unforgiven 2001. And they didn't really have anything after that. Because um, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, I don't know, the crowd was quiet for it. I was watching it last week. And then uh, people like Bruce Pritchard have talked about that time in Christian's career. Now, 
he wasn't as like fully formed as Edge. He wasn't all there where Edge kind of was. So I think this is them finally doing it right. It's weird that it took them like more than 20 Decades. years to get back, back to it and do it <laughs> properly. So what do you guys think? Are you excited for uh, Edge versus Christian? Just a note that you said earlier when Christian is not fully formed. That's why I thought the Edge and Christian tag team back then were broken up a little bit too early because they were still on in uh, at the heights of their success as a tag team. Like, no, you could, parang, I don't know, I've never, but I feel like at that time, you couldn't still distinguish Edge and Christian from one. Like, they're still <laughs> wow. Edge and Christian. It's not looks, but them as as wrestling stars, like you identify them as a tag team like, the same way that the Dudleys and the Hardys were. So, so I felt like at that time, it was maybe too early. Maybe 2003, yes, maybe Duke, Christian was much more, uh, I think, but that was because they broke up. That was a... Okay, yeah. Okay, that was it. because they broke yeah. up. Okay. Uh, no, still, I it, thought it was too, way too early. Yeah, management because it was ready to push Edge at the time. Like, um, yeah, okay. he was the bigger figure. He was a more imposing physique. So, must singles ready, but you know, Christian took a little while longer to develop there. So, uh, Jasper, are you, are you excited for Edge versus Christian? It was also before your time. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm since uh, as a Hardy fan, I've been seeing Christian and Edge for uh, Edge and Christian for those times when I was watching clips. And I'm kind of glad now we're having this as uh, Edge finally, uh, Edge being or Adam Copeland in his in past his prime and Christian and Christian in his full form. Is that right? Because <laughs> yeah. during those <laughs> during the, primes again. during <laughs> during those times, because <laughs> we all we all saw Christian as the the person like the shadow or like in the shadows of Edge, lang. and it shows during the time during his World Heavyweight Championship run, he was yeah. he was getting. Like the laziest pops, and give given give give the guy like credit. Like <laughs> wow, he, that, that was. I mean, it, <laughs> dude, young Titan Tronya was like he. There was a fuck. Uh, there was a scene there that he was getting RKO'd. That's how bad is <laughs> how WWE treated the dude. That's how yeah. bad. But I'm glad. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy about this feud. It, well, I'm kind of excited where it's gonna go. Cause we never saw the. I mean, we we did see this. Christian side nung TNA and how are we supposed to how is this supposed to be applied with the Adam Copeland that we know right now yeah alright so guys let's move on uh, to WWE let's go back to WWE uh, let's go to Fastlane real quick uh, Jasper just put it up yeah so the main event was the main event uh, Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura had last man standing and despite a quote unquote broken back Seth won so we talked about this uh, a little bit um, nung, uh, nung picks of the week, Emil and I. But I, I wanted to talk about this a little more because, wow, does not make Shinsuke look bad? Like, I, I think he doesn't care that much at this point because, like I said, uh, he's just in uh, money mode, right? So he's just getting the, the WWE paycheck and he's happy with that. But uh, God, uh, Rollins has a broken back and then... Um, he still wins. He still finds a way to win. And then people were, I don't know, people were mad at Cody or, or at WWE when Cody lost to Roman Reigns. Because they felt that um, he shouldn't have had this like uh, rock bottom period that he has to claw back from and wait for him to do that for us for the next big moment. Right? And then we have 
this in action now in Seth. Now he doesn't have he doesn't get to rock bottom at all, and then he just keeps winning versus a guy who has found his has rediscovered his passion, his uh his brutality, right? And then this is what it looks like when you keep winning, right? It, it's it's not great because it made the other guy look bad, and this was what was supposed to be a guy with a broken back, right? So. I felt like it was such a big loose loose. Nah, yeah. Nakamura looks terrible for not being able to destroy a guy with a broken back, and then Rollins looks terrible because he wins all the time. So I'm just so pissed off with it because I was so I was all in when Rollins won the World Heavyweight Championship, no Night of Champions, and now I'm not. Now I'm taken fully out of it. Actually, nung natalo, nung nalala, nung nalala pa siya nung payback. Eh. That's when I first got disillusioned with uh, with this whole thing. I would know. So, yeah, what? <laughs> no, he's frustrated. If you yeah. see, um, yeah, Jasper, elaborate on, on. Yeah, go go for it, uh, Jasper. There was a video <laughs> that I sent to the guys about my reaction when Finn Balor hit the the coup de gras. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, was SummerSlam. I, we all thought, yeah, this was from SummerSlam. We all thought. Oh yeah, that yeah, this yeah, was yeah right, SummerSlam, <laughs> brother. <laughs> Guy kicks out. <laughs> I loses my mind. I fell asleep after the match. I don't know. What to <laughs> I really, I really wish it was Finn though. Pero yun, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's same, same sentiments. Same sentiments thing. Because I, 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 I did predict last week, and then the predictions have. I did predict last week. Na even though I don't want another Seth Rollins victory, na he's gonna win. Because if they were gonna have Shinsuke win, that payback palang should have won. Because like he, you know, there was already an established story that Seth is injured and Shinsuke went, you know, that's what that was his target throughout the match. Hindi palisya na nalo. So hmm. this one, even though I was expecting Seth to win, in my there's a part of me that wishes, oh Shinsuke, please win this match, please end this reign. And then after when Seth got missed. And went to that table and still got up. That's when I knew. Okay, Seth, gonna, Seth is not gonna lose this. That's one. super Rollins. He's totally. You, buddy. He's gonna super Rollins <laughs> his way to to winning this match. And I got, and, you know, it was it was a loose loose situation. Like Rollins did not come out of it looking good. Same with Nakamura. Yep. Get ready to learn his theme song. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So I. Emil said that Nakamura doesn't look the same after this. I agree. Uh, it looks so I bad. How, how do you turn heel? How do you find a new gear and then s- still fail to win? And then how does... I know not everyone can win, but if this was the plan, then why why did you have Nakamura turn on Seth? Right? Yeah. Like, why was this the guy to, to waste a good heel turn on? A whole repackage. Uh, Sanae was like on Ricochet. At least Ricochet. Do, do it on Rick. Do it to Ricochet at least. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're going backwards with it. Like um, they they had him turn heel against the champion, and then he's gonna get his wins over the mid carders. Oh my, that's so weird. (laughs) 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 That's the other way around, Juni. Like you should have turned on the mid card, then work your way up. But it was the other way around for him, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, it was such. It's such a bad. uh, It's such a bad big picture decision. Like uh, maybe you're getting to Seth versus Drew, but eh. I don't know. I mean, why do this in the first place? Right? Why why waste a good heel turn on Seth, on the champion that you're not gonna have lose? Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We've all vented our frustrations about that. Let's move on. 
one more time. Okay, so we have gone two pay-per-views without a Roman Reigns match, right? Emma? Yes. Yes. Yep. SummerSlam was so, the last one. Yeah, and we have Crown Jewel in a few weeks, and that's going to be in Saudi Arabia. And because it's going to be in Saudi Arabia, there has or there will be rather a Roman Reigns match, but we don't know who it's going to be versus yet. Uh, there are rumors or there is speculation rather that says. It's going to be Cena, but rumors have also said that it's not going to be Cena. The rumors have also floated the idea of AJ Styles, um, which makes sense, I think. Could be LA Knight now, but I don't know how that ties in. So who do you guys think or who do you guys want uh, Roman's next opponent to be? I think um, for me, I'm going to go with... uh, I I, I think it's going to be Cena because there's something that Cena said... In the fast lane uh, post uh, press conference, it really caught my eye. Me just um, Yeah, uh, me just scrum, Sorry, <laughs> and um, uh, he said that um, he got asked about the strike, the uh, the actors, uh, the SAG, uh, uh, what you call, what's the uh, Screen Actors Guild um, SAG after strike, and yeah, SAG after strike, and um, someone asked him if what pag over in the doyon is he. Is he is he is he still gonna appear on on WWE programming? And he said he can't really do both at the same time. So once the strike is over, he's going back. So I feel like I think malapit ni matapos yon. So do the match while they still can. So do the match now against against Roman at Crown Jewel and just get it over with. And then do the AJ program or LA Knight program a little bit later because we have a lot of time until Royal Rumble to do that. I so Jasper, sorry, do you have anything? Oh, uh, no, no, I'm here. Uh, for me, this is for Crown Jewel, right? Yeah, for yes, Crown Jewel, the Saudi show. If they're gonna, if they really want to sell this match, I think they're gonna have everyone there since it's, you know how wow. WWE is with booking in Crown Jewel, dude. Goldberg beats uh, what's his name? Uh, Why Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. Fiend. In, in wow. freaking Saudi Arabia, I don't know why. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Brewood. But not gonna. I'm leaning more on this for John Cena for the, for the. I know for what Emil mentioned. In long on my part, I don't think it's gonna be Cena because I think Cena was shoehorned in the stories because of the strike. This this current Cena run in yet, as Emil said and as Cena said himself, it's because of the strike. And when that ends. It's gonna be done, but I think they had a long-term plan for it. That's why uh, AJ Styles was, I don't know, was taken out by the Bloodline. So I think it's gonna be AJ, and I would much rather have that because it's a matchup that I haven't seen in a long, long time, yeah. and it's different. Um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd rather have someone who isn't part of the Bloodline to um, <laughs> to go up against Roman. But I mean, Cena isn't part of the Bloodline as well. But uh, I've already seen Cena versus Roman last year. Uh, or the other year, 2021. 2021. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So I've already seen this. I don't know how they're going to make it different. I mean, Cena is still from Hollywood. Nothing changed. So yeah. I don't understand. I don't know how they're going to keep it fresh. So I want to see AJ versus Cena, uh, versus Roman. Because that tied into the story that we're telling before Cena came in. Yeah. Uh, that's all. That's our picks for Cena, uh, for Roman's next opponent. One more thing before we end the show. Uh, we talked about Seth Rollins. We should have talked about this actually after uh, the Nakamura thing. Let's put up the slide, the last slide. Jasper. So from this week's Raw, 
we have uh, Inya, as someone else uh, referred to in the chat. Seth is going to defend his championship versus Drew McIntyre uh, at Crown Jewel. Um, Drew has been teasing a heel turn, but he's not fully heel yet. Um, he might be turning heel soon, though. But are, are we going to waste another <laughs> heel turn on uh, uh, triumphant <laughs> Seth Rollins? So, oh, uh, man. What's happening here? Do you, are you guys excited oh, for this God. feud? Coming from the last Seth, uh, two feuds that Seth had, uh, someone like we thought that person was going to win the title. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of the same pattern as Nakamura. Eh? Like, yeah. you know, Nakam- when the, their feud started, Nakamura was also teasing a heel turn and he turned on Seth and they had that feud where we thought Seth was going to win the title. So I don't know if, he's, if Drew is the guy to beat Seth. I don't want to be optimistic about this. Like, um, I think he is there just... I think he's going to use this program to turn heel yeah. and then feud with someone else. But I don't think he's going to win the title over Seth at this point. Uh, I agree with I agree with what Emil said because it feels a little forced when Drew McIntyre is the, the, per, the next feud for this. Because I... Again, like as Emil said, this is gonna be another re- repackage for Drew, given that he fell a little down the card during the times after he after the WrestleMania match he had with Gunther and Sheamus, and this is probably a revival for him. But again, it's a little odd on for me. But I do hope they deliver with what they're doing. That's that's for me. Uh I was a lot more compelled with uh, Drew McIntyre versus The New Day. That was way more interesting to me as a story. Uh, I would have much rather seen a big Drew versus Kofi match. um, It's a next PLE, but then we get um, Kofi versus Ivar for the next, for the last couple of weeks, (laughs) for the last three weeks. Uh, Nothing wrong with that, but uh, I really liked um, the whole tension that they had, that he had with The New Day. Uh, he's acting like a dick, but he's not fully a dick. He was just really mad about things. He couldn't hold his temper in. Um, you're right. I don't. I don't feel anything that Seth has been doing lately. I parang naging nakainis na udi yung character niya, especially winning all the time. Now it feels like he's just rubbing it in, you know. And that's not good for a face character if if you feel if I feel like as a fan uh, um, he's not coming along coming across as you know as uh, someone that I that I feel is likable so yeah. that's not good and they have to make an adjustment there again uh, <laughs> oh yeah one more, one more thing um, Damien Priest didn't cash in did you want him to cash oh, in yeah no fast lane? Not right now, I would say. Not right now. Because right they still have a story. <laughs> you, you don't going. want this nightmare to end? You don't want this nightmare to end. Although, I do think if... Because um, Survivor Series matches are usually 5-on-5, five five, right? So maybe a way to get Seth involved and be the fifth man of the babyface team is to have Damien try to cash in on him or... Because I don't know. This is a detail, and I I think I I wish na uh, most of you noticed on Raw there was a backstage segment where Drew and Rhea Ripley were talking to were talking with each other. So 
maybe that's they're look they're looking forward to survivor survivor series and maybe it's going to be a five on five so i think that's also a reason why i don't think Seth is going to lose the title anytime soon because i i think they're going to do that come survivor series well if what we hear is true then poor drew <laughs> all right <laughs> That's it for our topics for this week for the live stream. But we will be having uh, a bonus episode once more for all the thoughts that we couldn't fit on this hour. So stay tuned for that. It's gonna it's gonna get published on Saturday um, automatically. And if you are subscribed to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we go though, you guys got any plugs? Jasper, you have been appearing on Stanley Cheese yeah, podcast. You want to plug that? <laughs> <laughs> if anyone here is wanting to start their freelance career or looking Yo. for inspiration for working, you, sh- you guys should check out uh, a friend of the pod. His <laughs> name Stanley Chi, underpaid podcast yes. with Stanley Chi. And if you guys have time, please like the, the company's page, which is the Pod Network Entertainment. It really helps us deliver this yes. stuff for you guys. Thank uh, you. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, Emil. What about you? I uh, just follow me on all my socials. Uh, on TikTok, I did post last week a uh, my rendition of the uh, the Swerve uh, Swerve Strickland oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Prince Nana dance. So, Which... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so <laughs> go check that out on my socials on Twitter uh, on TikTok uh, on Twitter at email underscore Meister and yeah, uh, follow yeah. me on, on you know follow me on my yeah. uh, Instagram as well at Emilnata twenty two. Yeah, uh, Bruce is asking if there's any plans to make a, a, a wrestling wrestling podcast broadcast channel on Instagram. Um, it's 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 one of those things. Nah, it's like a chat on Instagram, but it's just you giving out announcements and posts. But it's a private feed. Um, I've been learning. How, I've been trying to figure out how to do that for the longest time, but I I couldn't find it. But now that we have more than one thousand followers, maybe we could. So I'll get back to you, and you'll see in a month. You'll see when. If we ever manage to figure it out. Yeah, uh, for my plugs, man, uh, please go watch MWF Todos Us Wrestling. It's gonna be on October 22. That's the next, that's a Sunday after next. It's gonna be our Halloween show. Um, you can come in costume. I know I will be coming in costume. You yeah. you you're gonna get uh, a chance to win a prize. I forgot what the prize is. I'm so sorry. But uh it's going to be a fun Halloween event for us um, over at MWF. It's going to be at Mandala Park, Mandaluyong, Shaw Boulevard. Uh, tickets are only 450 pesos. Um, available on TicketToMe.net. You'll see it. Um, one of the first things you'll see when you go to TicketToMe.net. Really, really affordable, guys. It's going to be a fun uh, fun event. Lots of fun will be had. Uh, Glendale, you never know, man. Uh, I'll see you. Th- I-, I hope to see you guys there. <laughs> And uh, if you can't make it, you can always watch uh, MWF on Rock of Manila TV by RJ. Uh, it's uh, it, it broadcasts every Monday, 9 p.m. There's going to be a replay, I believe, on Thursdays. And then we also upload the episodes after that on YouTube without um, without ads if you don't like the ads. So just uh, follow and bubbly, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just follow and subscribe to Manila Wrestling Federation on YouTube to get um, the weekly TV episodes. Yun, uh, please support local wrestling. I know that you guys uh, are fans of what we do, but if you want us to keep going and you know grow the industry to a place where it's not just a hobby, it's not just um, a thing that happens on weekends, please, please do support it. Yun, um, please also, if you haven't listened to Unmasked yet, 
The full season one is available on Mass of the Chronicles of Roman Island Sadata. It's available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. No word yet on season two. We are busy. ABL and I are busy. He has uh, he has just gotten uh, sa office namin, so we're now co-workers. But uh, we'll update you on when season two will be coming to fruition. There will be. We just don't know when it is yet. Yeah. Uh, also, want to plug um, friend, friend of the podcast, Kyle. And his band Square One Yun. has a new single. It's called Windang. It's available on Spotify and all streaming services, I believe. It's a really, really good song, guys. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a great galing. song. Galing. Yeah. Uh, whoever the guitarist <laughs> is, I'm not sure who the one doing the solo is, but it's really, really good. Um, the song reminds me of uh, the rock, the OPM rock that we would listen to back in high school. That's how good it is. Because um, yep. I think I, that this is me not up to date with my OPM, but... <laughs> OPM doesn't quite sound like that nowadays, so it's, it was yeah. a nice throwback to me, uh, and I guess to Emil as well. So please go check <laughs> that out. It's called Windang by Square One. Uh, it's spelled as it sounds. So please go check that out and support your fellow podcast in Kyle Jimenez. Um, good. Uh, that's the end of the podcast this week. Uh, the live stream. Thank you for listening. Uh, before you go, you can if, if you want to talk some more wrestling with us, you can reach us on Twitter uh, at email underscore meister for Emil at underscore Stan C uh, for Stan at uh, Chino Supersize for Chino at Monday Night Rowan and ITE for Rowan ASH. Me at Rowan's War uh, on Twitter at Shang.Daddy on Threads. The podcast is at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and TikTok at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram and Threads and here on Facebook it's at the, it's the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast so yeah that's where you can find all of us thank you once again to Babyface producer Jasper for filling in uh, tonight mm-hmm. even though Nisha updated the wrestling at May Saka Chat that's true thank you, thank you so much for <laughs> being able to do this thing always a uh, pleasure Thank you as well to the wonderful boys and girls, see, because I'm going to Jasper, of the pod network, especially to uh, Babyface manager Riza and everyone who helps us do our thing and makes us sound really, really good. Um, yeah, Jasper as well. Thank him for Thank the really, you. really nice OBB that is updated sure. last week if, you, if you're just tuning in and hearing it right now. Yeah. Uh, Till next time. Uh, We'll see you. Uh, you can ch- you can check out our bonus episode, and then we'll see you next Monday or Tuesday for the picks of the week, and then next Thursday for our usual live stream. All right. Till then, please stay safe, stay warm, stay dry. Uh, protect your money. You know, don't make it uh, <laughs> confidential, and don't be a dick, guys. Wrestling, wrestling podcast. Out. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. <laughs>